0: how's it going everyone welcome to another episode of soapstone my name is jake and i'm joined by my co-host as always dave how's it going tonight dave it's going sure is it is it is nighttime mm-hmm. we would never be dishonest about that except no except a couple <laughs> times we were
1: if you're listening in the, to this episode in the afternoon you're technically cheating mm-hmm. yeah just don't let us know <laughs> it's the same thing i think i think there was a
0: time because our backup day is to record like midday saturday essentially yeah. if we couldn't couldn't get it during the week i do recall that i think when we started doing that we're still like pretend it's nighttime or something for immersion mm-hmm. sake and that there's no reason
1: literally no reason yeah. but in my head canon if somebody asked i always imagine that people listen thursday evenings mm. to the previous episode while we're recording the next episode gotcha right even though i've gotten actual confirmation people were like oh i listened to monday at the gym uh-huh I'm like i didn't hear that i didn't hear that yeah i think our, our you're breaking
0: my immersion our our highest uh listen dates oh uh, we had our most listens on sundays and mondays um and because we don't really have a consistent upload schedule for time of day on sunday it's a little bit better it's definitely better now than it used to be um, I have to imagine people just listening to, like, the previous episode. <laughs> like, just waiting for the new one to come out or something. I'm not sure. They don't see it yet. They're like, all right. They just restart the episode. Uh-huh. Again. It's kind of tough, like, to there's we cover a lot of things on the episode on our episodes but one of them is like news articles and things like that and those are all like time sensitive right so if you were to go back and you're like oh i really like this podcast i'm gonna go back and listen to their stuff you're like okay this week they're talking about overwatch and apparently there was a blizzard controversy a year ago something like that right like that stuff doesn't necessarily age there's no reason to go on a backlog for like a news podcast um so I'm always curious when we have episodes like that. Where it's like this one just like hot off the presses, breaking news. Um Valve has released Half-Life episode two, right? <laughs> like there's no reason no reason to wait or go
1: back and listen to it. But thank you for disincentivizing users to go back and listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> we do what we can.
0: Well, it's it's a devil's bargain. Because the other the other thing is news is the easiest content to actually cover and it's also for people that are involved in the gaming space it's going to be something that's like applicable now right like we're going to be talking about games that came out or things that happened or whatever else is on people's minds right that's what news is i've defined news <laughs> oh, think, uh, you're gonna continue that
1: you're just like that's what news that's is, what news is. Like, uh-huh. and
0: people also come for a dictionary definition
1: of terms <laughs> um but speaking of news i'm gonna i'm gonna ask if you are one following the topic and then two if it's something you want to talk about sure uh, are you following anything with the uh, jack's film sniper wolf thing i saw uh critical a video
0: on on sniper wolf and that was my introduction to the whole the whole uh shebang as i'm sure it was for a lot mm. of people i wouldn't say i'm following it actively though because like i don't have a long attention span for internet drama um but yeah it's messed up <laughs> yeah it's it's super messed up like i will also, commentate on YouTube it if, so you, if you want to
1: discuss it to answer your second question if you're like all right so i'm not bearing the lead let me actually say what the thing is um jack's films a longtime youtuber content creator um has been making fun of sniper wolf's content mm-hmm. or lack of content where a lot of times she just does react type stuff off of tiktok's Uh, but a lot of times it's not transformative or it just follows something very formulaic and it's very lazy. Right. Uh, so he parodies a lot of her stuff and I think he made a channel dedicated to basically copying her style Mm -hmm. or playing like a bingo of like, oh, what are we going to see in this video? And then it's always the same type of thing. Um, so whether you agree with them or not, it is very much commentary on the thing, um, but apparently there's been some back and forth spats where, I mean, she didn't take it very well and doesn't know how to actively disagree with somebody or make fun of his content as like a, oh, we can be in this together or right, a rivalry, whatever. Right. Like there, there are ways to go about it, uh, but she's just been very immature up to the point of she looked up his address and went and doxed him mm-hmm. to... Or 5 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and to anybody who doesn't know what doxing is, it is revealing personal address information mm-hmm. um, to strangers. So usually, like, we have the benefit of people not knowing where we live. Not that we are really surrounded by crazies, but I mean, maybe there is. <laughs> speak like, for yourself, uh, but yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> my political climate. I've met you, name <laughs> But, like, there's not somebody who would be stalking us for, like, oh, we love them so much or, oh, I fucking hate them so much. Yes. And those crazies do exist, um, whether we want to believe they do or not. Um, so, basically, she has weaponized her audience in this way. Um, but then she also denied doing it. Mm-hmm. And then she started, like, modifying posts or something else or making excuses. Anyway, it's, like, a whole big shitty thing. Um, so that latest thing i saw was jack's films made a video kind of just detailing just like two minutes of like hey here's the situation here's what happened here's why it's fucked up mm-hmm. and kind of did like a call to action of like hey youtube you have to de-platform her because you're otherwise you're kind of encouraging or saying this is not reprehensible behavior yeah mm-hmm. uh and so far they have not yeah
0: it's so I didn't have the the last couple updates there, but that doesn't surprise me overly much. Um, I think the, the algorithm picked up uh, after I watched that video, there was like a recommended video and it was like follow-ups on people that Critical had gone after, um, mm-hmm. or a, a generous person would say provided exposés on or <laughs> talked about exposés um, at least and, it seems like the platform i mean we, we live in the era of you can't say the word suicide on youtube really anymore um because it's kind of following in tiktok you'll get like demonetized for yeah you know not just gamer words which legitimately are bad but like adult words as well <laughs> right There was the whole thing of like you can't say a swear word in the first like 30 seconds or something um And I'm not a content creator, thank God. But, uh, (laughs) like, if I was, that would really suck um, having that limitation. Um, And there are people who go, like, beyond that a lot. Like, people that are vulgar on YouTube are just funny, you know, as long as they're actually also funny. But, um, yeah, if you go to, like, harassment or some of these other things that Critical's talked about over the years, um, you start to get like I don't know. I guess I'm of two minds on it. Because we, we we talked about uh the cancel culture idea in an earlier episode, right? Um and whether you believe cancel culture should have that term or not, it is it is a thing that you can interfere with someone's current livelihood by going after them for something. Um but it's also the reality that some people should have that happen to them, right? <laughs> like for sure. Like one of the examples in in his video was there was a guy that showed up to what was essentially a sting operation uh Chris Hansen style for like a 13 year old or a 14 year old or something like that and uh he was deplatformed everywhere as you rightly should be, right? but then also continually deplatformed. And it's like, yeah, uh, valid, right? <laughs> like maybe, maybe if people don't forget about that one and he just has to go into a different career path, valid. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think that's, that's kind of the core of where this spat starts from. I, I is the way I think about it. Right. Cause Maybe Jack's films... I haven't seen anything about this. Again, I don't really follow drama. But maybe he was legitimately being a jerk. But it's the internet. Like,
1: people are allowed to be a jerk. I'm going to say, again... you, You bring up a valid question. Which is a point that has been brought up in the past on this thing. So, let's say that he was. Let's say that he was actively being antagonizing and rude and a jerk. Yeah. Does that constitute... Doxing somebody. No, absolutely not. Okay. So then that point is essentially moot because if we assume the worst case scenario, we're still saying that's bad. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Yeah. I'm just
0: the context I was trying to provide is like if this goes to trial, for instance, right? They have to have some sort of a suit or get a restraining order, which seems like a very reasonable thing to do if you're a well known person and there's crazy people on the internet, as we all know at this point, that'll come after you. Like, get a restraining order right um it is good to have a grasp on all of the elements that could come into play in that case right because her attorneys theoretically um would be like oh here's all of the stuff here's all of the evidence of the times that he harassed her or her community etc etc to kind of like to muddy the waters
1: is the way i would put it right? right i think it's something that they could try, but like one is satire or like criticism mm-hmm. versus literally going to somebody's house in person and then sharing that with everybody like it's a entirely different scale of things like let's say I called you a gamer word mm-hmm. which again never encourage anybody to do, but that would not constitute you showing up to my house in person right
0: yeah. I I, again I'm kind of I'm arguing from a position of I agree with you (laughs) I'm just adding context to this like um could
1: possibly go down I
0: also think in real life outside of the internet the concept of doxing doesn't carry the same weight right like for people who are internet savvy and they you know spend a significant amount of their time online like you know how dangerous it is to get swatted for instance right or to have um your personal information leaked like to someone who's not online it's like well I mean there's also phone books right like people could just look up your personal information anyway to a certain extent um they might not realize how severe it can be um that all being said that that was the that that's pretty much the hedged bet uh for for what would be on her side um she escalated it and that would that's probably what the case would come down to is you know here was a spat these people didn't like each other but she made it way worse um and that would pretty much be the only piece of evidence you need so yeah um but yeah it's it's a pretty messed up situation anytime something like this happens i'm just like man i'm so glad that We have a couple listeners, but not like a (laughs) hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, that would be a rough situation to deal with. I don't wish that upon anybody, especially ourselves. Same, yeah. Um, Again, like I've met some crazy people in my time. And again, to a low key degree, Mm -hmm. honestly, a low key degree. But like growing up around like high school era, I did have someone who was kind of stalking me, yeah, to a degree, and it was uncomfortable because I'd hear about things through like uh, a mutual person who knew them. Um, and I think they started dating somebody who was nearby where I lived, so they could drive by my house. Like it was some very uncomfortable shit. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and thankfully that didn't actually come to a head at any point. But again, like it stuff does exist and it's shitty. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I mean, sorry you went through that uh, first off. Um, it's fine. I hope you're hope you're doing better. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding. The uh, well, I am actually sorry, but I'm embellishing. Uh, leading into like we, speci- we have put effort into not doxing ourselves um, for the podcast, right? We have a mm-hmm. very I would say focused, core, dedicated, passionate listen- listenership and audience. Um, that we've cultivated over the years and, uh, even then, you know, if we accidentally drop a few too many names, like first middle or first last for somebody, we go back and scrub it. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's due diligence
1: because you don't know what things might be like like in the future. Right. Back when I was living with somebody in Allentown, um they did they had a habit of not locking the door Mm -hmm. and i'm like why do you not lock the door like i'd appreciate if you did because it's our fucking apartment and he's like oh if somebody really wanted to like break in um then they just they could anyway a lock's not gonna stop them Mm -hmm. and then i brought up two things and one then why do you lock literally anything right uh, like your car and then two i think there was an interview from manson or somebody like some famous serial killer mm-hmm. um where he, basically he said that like when he found a door that was unlocked he sensed that as an invitation right of like yeah. oh this is the opportunity this is one that's meant to be mm-hmm. and again it's just it's having barriers of entry to protect yourself from those people yeah like yeah i live in a nice enough neighborhood i don't think there's any crazy shitty people here still lock my fucking door Mm-hmm. i still have my things closed still have my blinds like it's a degree of privacy and security that i think everybody's entitled to um but yeah it's some reason you lock your car or anything else right it's just usually if people find like a barrier of entry they're a lot less likely to do something shitty yes exactly
0: and it's just it's just the reality of modern internet right um there was a uh uh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tailor this topic so I can mention it without inadvertently doxing myself in the story of how I might have doxed myself. But uh, there was a local issue that was basically going on in um, the surrounding area, and there was a YouTube channel that was talking about the local issue, like a government YouTube channel, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And local government. And they're like, hey, we want to spread some awareness about this, and it would be cool if people had this under consideration. Um, and then like, there were some people in the comments that were just completely negative about it. And I was just like, Oh, this is so dumb. And like, I, I had a kind of had an empathy moment where I was like, well, I want to respond and at least support the person who has this YouTube channel. Right. Cause they're not making any money. It's just like an intern or something like that. Yeah. i was just like, Oh yeah, I'll just, you know, do my part or whatever. Um, and, you know, try to make the comment section a little bit more positive positive." And then, after I posted it, like some time passed and I thought about it and I was like, this is a local government channel. And uh, it's like a fairly small local government. Um, I don't live in the reality where I'm anywhere near popular enough that someone could like use this in some NCIS triangulation to find me. But someone else who's a little bit more popular like they get stalked over a comment like that right it's like oh someone posted to a dedicated site to finding out information about them that they posted in a local government uh video or something like that right it's crazy it's crazy what people can put together out there
1: there's actually two brief stories i want to share about this one um i played dota with some people online and one of the dota friends found another dota friend through like an instagram suggestion Mm -hmm. but they had nothing in common together nothing that would essentially link them through instagram like they didn't have facebook with each other they didn't have anything yeah but came up as like a recommended thing and then the person who got found felt a little i think they're usually more of a private person so they just fucking nuked their instagram Uh uh-huh they're like i don't even know how you came across me like they're obviously still friends on discord but like Mm -hmm it made them feel uncomfortable and like their privacy was kind of breached a little bit um and i just forgot my other story what was it oh Oh. um and i will also keep this vague in case anybody goes back to look at this um but there was a a twitch streamer who like had a vod on youtube or something and somebody who i knew was involved in that video Mm -hmm. yeah like, they had some fans on type thing. And... My name technically did come up in that video. Like, my first name. Mm-hmm. And I commented on the video like, Oh, I'm here to rep up my boy so-and-so. Yes. Um, yeah. And then people... Like, two days after... I started getting, like, 27 notifications... Uh, through Google saying... People were like, Oh, is this the person that they were talking about? And I immediately ins- have since... Mm-hmm. had my name changed for my google account <laughs> yeah yeah so it's not my first and last name on there it is now something else yeah um and again i don't expect those people to be crazy or anything but i'm like oh that's technically some you know personal information that i've now put out there to a degree
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a risk in identifiability right like i used to have when i was younger um a pseudonym i used online for like a long time and then I, there just came a day where I was like, I do have a strong association with this because I've used it since forever. But nobody else online has this name. Like, it's very, very unique. Um, mm-hmm. And thankfully gets auto-corrected to something from the Bible. There's your one hint. Um, but... <laughs> then I won't, I won't make the joke because that would be another hint. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll put it together. Um, but... Uh, Uh, I changed it to one I thought was fun, was fun to say, but then also it doesn't matter like if people find that name because it's not enough to tie me to a bunch of different identities online because it's just like a common name, right? Yes. It has the downside of it's harder to find me on Steam or something if you're trying, but, and you know, or, or someone I'm trying to connect with, but that's not really much of an issue. So yeah. Uh search engine optimization done too well can also come back to bite you, right? Because, I mean, there. Re- this is this is gonna be a problem that was an issue for our generation, and it's gonna be a bigger issue for every coming generation. But like, there's, in my opinion, you can tell me what you think about this, there should be a cutoff where it's like, hey, this is the point where all of your history on the internet as like a child and teenager and all of that stuff, that vanishes. We're throwing that into the like the trash compactor, the incinerator, whatever. You're a different person now. You might not be as edgy or political or whatever the crap. Um
1: I would like that's for that far to back. be a thing, but I don't know how that would be a thing. Yes, that's the Unless the trick. you had some central repository.
0: Cause all all my brain can go to is like this is maybe aging us a little bit, but like seeing kids on MySpace, right? Like there's just a ton of stuff that was sent around in surveys that means nothing, but it should never be drudged up by people who want to find dirt on like a future politician, right?
1: Um, yes, I agree with that. So Because I, I did so much stupid shit as a kid and I'm probably even done stupid shit within the last couple of years. Like, I don't want that to haunt me for my life because it wasn't criminal, just being a stupid idiot yes everybody has those moments but especially when you're like 18 and younger mm-hmm. like yeah just bury that shit
0: it's all just drama infused teenager nonsense right like there's just yes. so much of that and you
1: are not yet a person you're still figuring out how to <laughs> pretend to be a person i I don't even have it figured out now hmm. it just sounds like i do because i'm recording audio right it's a <laughs> and continual and that for some process. reason gives me <laughs> a degree of uh credence uh-huh. but we are the two experts yeah, on this age, podcast you have, you right have now <laughs> there's true. no one that can override us on this podcast let <laughs> me bring in the next expert swivels and chair 360 degrees uh-huh. um dizzy day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i know that stuff probably exists somewhere uh mm-hmm. in the deep web of my myspace days or something else where like you said i was a totally different person back then yeah um and even if it's not like an active actively bad reflection of me, it's just not an adequate or accurate reflection of me. That's so That's the thing, right? I don't want that part of me shown. Yeah, it's not like
0: we're actively dealing in dark web secrets as kids or something like that, but not
1: more passively.
0: <laughs> but if if you if someone searches up your full name and they find an early social media account and you're looking for like a job, it's nice to not have an association with like F Mary kill survey results or something like yeah. that. Right. Like,
1: um, Pikachu, Goku, and <laughs> oh, no. perfect cell. Oh, I couldn't no. think of another one that wasn't DVZ. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, most things are, so what are you going to do? But I still remember, um, my mom was showing me like baby pictures at some point. Mm -hmm. now for now granted i understand it's different for parents i am not a parent so maybe i'll never truly understand this i still think it's weird when parents especially moms are like i'm gonna keep everything from your childhood yes Uh whether it be like hair teeth photos of you as like a baby right with like you're naked and i actually went through and destroyed all baby photos i could find where i was like naked and in a bath as like uh-huh. Nope. Getting this pedo shit out of here. This never. <laughs> I'm covering your back,
0: mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're two steps away from uh from the uh, FBI
1: <laughs> breaking down your door. But like, I understand. Like, if you just have a picture of a baby, mm-hmm. and they're literally like just born, like I'm not gonna be right. like, that's their genitals. Uh huh. But at the same time, I didn't want, cause I know my mom, and if I were to meet somebody my mom would be like, hey, have I ever shown you the photo book? And uh-huh, they're gonna like yeah. have a great time going back through down memory lane, which I'm fine with. Some of that is very wholesome. Uh uh-huh. But she'd be like, look how cute he was as a baby. And it's just like, I don't want my naked baby out there, you know? That's <laughs> you all you just
0: you just like bring a girl home to like meet meet your meet your mom or something and she's just like, All right, well, here's a treat for you. You get to see him naked and bust out the book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like, Wow, we're first <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, I I kinda I've thought about that too, right? Um not a lot if i'm being completely honest cuz i think it would be weird to think about it a lot but there comes a time where it's just like these are baby photos whatever it's a little bit weird and it's like okay they're like 2 years old 3 years old 4 years old and it's like it's the same it's the same it's the same discussion of like when should you stop showering with your kids or like having a bath with your kids or something like that right i remember there was like a reddit thread about this some years back and people had this huge range of opinions and it's just like what's your knee-jerk number knee-jerk number i don't even know that's the thing i don't think i ever settled on one i know it's a cop cop-out answer i would because the thing I is guess like four or five that's that's probably I correct i don't know but the thing is like it's it, it is weird right because it's taking a adult concern in construct and kind of like applying that to kids who obviously at that age like they don't have a problem with any of this i think for some mm-hmm. people it's like um what, what they had responded with is, is like oh once they start noticing anatomy at all that's enough they're like that's it uh if they point anything out that's it that's the end of it <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's i get it it can be like a lesson building thing it's like hey it's not okay to be naked around other people because other people may not have the same, like, intent that I have, which is just, please clean yourself. You know, you spent all day <laughs> playing in mud or something like that. Um But, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird to think about, which is why I don't.
1: Yeah. This is a gaming podcast, not just... <laughs> <laughs> um, It went into some serious shit real quick. Whose fault was that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I don't Um, think it's
0: necessarily. It doesn't have to be super serious. Like, there's a side to that that's not like messed up. It's just a a curious. It's a it's a literal shower thought, (laughs) right? Oh yeah, like any.
1: Like I know friends who have kids, and if I were to like hear of like them share a story of like, oh, I was taking a shower with my kids. I'm not thinking that's weird. I'm thinking that's wholesome. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you get to like teach your kids something and you're just, you're spending time together. Right. And it's not weird because you're not making it weird. And like I, if you went pumpkin picking, that's like exactly the same tier for me because they're mm-hmm. your kids. I don't know. You know,
0: you and to to jump in, you know the answer to the opposite side. When is too early to stop showering with your kids? It's when they drown, right? <laughs> like that's the cutoff. up <laughs> You're just like, I don't know. The baby baby, kind of looks like they can manage for themselves. I'm going to step out of the room. <laughs>
1: yeah. You just start the shower for the baby, give him a bar of soap. It's like, eh, take care yeah. of this yourself. And you walk out. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Child's panicking. has no idea what's going on.
0: Um, That's normal. They got to get used to that, too. <laughs> that, that carries on into adulthood.
1: Can I talk about a bit of gamer rage? Sure. Some, some, some very... GR. Uh, some Girth. very just, justly deserved mm. upsetment from me about a very valid issue. Sure, yeah. I thought I had all of the goddamn vampire survivor's achievements. And mm. today, or maybe it was late yesterday, I was rudely awakened to six new achievements. Oh my now gosh. I only have one remaining. But God damn it, let me be done. Stop yeah. adding things. <laughs> this is really it's the, the problem. only game i've ever tried to like have all achievements on and every time i'm like oh i'm done we're there we're at the fucking pinnacle hooray never have to worry about this game uh you know notch on the belt loop i'm going on to bigger and better things mm-hmm. and then it comes crawling back yeah yeah you chose poorly um yeah i need a game that's
0: like we'll never update again uh-huh well let me tell you i play a lot of dead games and games that will be dead soon um the uh yeah man vampire survivors uh it it really is i'm so far behind in achievements i'm trying to make a joke the joke uh is is based around like man games are just releasing too much free content but that's the punchline. i don't know how we get there um yeah i'm i'm very far behind i'm actually i'm far enough behind in vampire survivors that it's giving me some inertia to picking it up again because i'm like is my like is my maxed out reaper like gonna be good enough to, to to go through the content or like has the power scale bypassed me so much like if you had never played vampire survivors there's actually an absurd amount of content to get into now like too much arguably
1: like they announced another game your first run
0: did they i i thought they did at least they said that they were going to make another game and or that they wanted some their next game to have some of the same traits or something close enough once you start talking (laughs) about your next game you got to stop working on the current game it's in the constitution yes
1: yes, of course i don't know i i don't think it's like worth necessarily going back to unless you really have that that specific itch because to me like those games are fine and they definitely feel like uh oh i just want to do something for like 20 minutes yeah um but for me it's a good time filler but i don't get anything out of it Mm -hmm. it's not like i need to mentally like oh we gotta check into this yes like if i'm gonna go through something single player where i actually care about the story and what's going on or baldur's gate 3 Mm -hmm. is also a very actively engaging thing
0: almost too much (laughs) it's like i miss things because there's so much going on and i'm thinking about other things while things are going on
1: and i don't know about you but i imagine you're in a similar boat to me to where you love baldur's gate 3 you think it's a great game but you want it to be done (laughs) yes i am there um because we've been playing like a couple hours a week mm -hmm. and it's a long game it is so doing it at this pace it just feels like it's kind of dragging on Mm -hmm. and every time we do stuff like it's fun content but at the same time it almost feels like a little bit of an obligation to where we need to make some progress in it
0: right Um, you don't want it to drop off entirely i will say that experience though um not ideal it is the best taste test for like actually playing a weekly D &D campaign (laughs) where you're like man let's jump in we'll get done what we can uh save the the vampire counts uh abducted daughter from the stone giants or whatever and you get through like a conversation and then like you get distracted by a pretty horse and you get attacked by pixies and that's the entire night, right? Like nothing else happens. <laughs> that is that is yeah. the traditional D&D experience. And the the GM somewhere like looking at all of the planned content and all the stuff that had to be made up that session and was like, "We're mm-hmm. never like you guys are stuck here forever. Like nothing ever will be done."
1: That's why you got a magic portal and back to the the content somehow. Uh-huh. Maybe just use magic portals. Actually, that's not a bad. That's not a bad call. You tripped on a rock. You fall unconscious. You wake in the content I had fucking planned. You assholes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, p-
0: railroading is not a bad thing. Video games well, can get away with it. the thing is, you don't. You don't tell them you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. You You can become increasingly obvious if uh, they continue to. Uh. Fight you on it, but any good player yeah. at the table is going to be like, There's some interesting stuff here. I don't want to literally be at war with the person who's trying to provide interesting stuff for me. <laughs> um, not all, not everybody's like that though. He said, In case his DND group's listening, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah,
1: you're all great, you're all fine. You're, you're great We're inactive um, right
0: now, it's been a couple months because, um, we're preparing for the last chapter And I got a bunch of work to do for that But I'm also kind of just taking a vacation Because too many video games Came out um, Including Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty Which I would be lying if I said I did not use For some inspiration And I'm like screen capturing certain things And I'm just dropping them over here in Todoist And I'm like yep this is getting directly referenced Here and here and here. Um,
1: is it pronounced Todoist?
0: Todoist I think so how do you I pronounce it? was pr- always pronounced to doist. Mm, yeah, that's wrong. Um huh. <laughs> but uh yeah, I I completed the DLC. I'm not the first person because you you ever like finish um a DLC or something like that and you go and you check like videos and see what other paths existed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I did that and then like most of the videos were like two weeks old <laughs> things like that i was like okay people really push through here faster than me
1: uh, but that's fine that's fine
0: it's good recommend it recommend out of 10
1: nice I'd, i i will put it on my radar at some point <laughs>
0: it's just it's a it's a distant blip and he's moving away from the blip but it's on the radar
1: for now <laughs> it'll be six months from now i'll hear a random noise and be like what was that
0: uh-huh yeah no, it's 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 very. Cue solid. the Yoda death noise here. Um, <laughs> I was very far <laughs> off, but yeah, that one. Um, I'm gonna use yours now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be. <laughs> it's halfway between like a re and the uh, the the Yoda noise. Um, but this is the only DLC I believe coming out for uh, 2077. Um, their plans changed a lot from when the game launched and they had planned i think two dlc and a multiplayer mode (laughs) and i think the first thing that got dropped was multiplayer they're like weird (laughs) yeah they're like it it kind of feels like a bad idea to even pretend that we're gonna do this one so
1: (laughs) we're gonna not best decision to made, honestly yeah if you if you have t-pose everything at launch um maybe Mm. maybe don't try multiplayer i don't know just a yeah. thought. Good to manage those expectations. Um, but did but, I tell you I'm going to be? Or actually, I now am an official pro gamer.
0: Yeah, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. What happened?
1: Uh, so I got to be invited to be a part of a league. Oh my gosh! Don't you normally play Dota? Mandatory joke. Weirdly, I made the same joke because um, <laughs> it's called our a league that got organized is called Mage League. Mm-mm. So I think it actually will show up with like stats and team names and whatever. Um, nice. I don't even know where you'd look that up. But mm-hmm. I once did make the joke like, shouldn't we be calling it Mage Dota 2? And uh-huh. that's my level of humor that I'm usually at. I'm like, here's some minor dumb wordplay. They're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, huh? If you if you search Mage League, Google autofills of legends. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not surprised by that. Um, I think there is somewhere in the client Or maybe on a site I, I really don't know I did not set this up I'm just participating in it um, But I will say that my team Is doing good so far uh, We have won both of our series We have another one coming up this Sunday And First series was 2-0 uh, Series 2 Was 2-1 We lost the first game and then came back for 2 Nice And um, and then we'll see how this weekends goes. But I'm confident that we will do well or if we don't do well we'll regroup and then do well. <laughs> I i
0: thought you were gonna say we're we're either gonna do well or die trying. And I was like, Yep.
1: Or die <laughs> <Check>, trying. <laughs> and check check checks out <laughs> in in dota. Um yeah, no. Oh, I, so you know about my tactical feeding? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> don't I worry. I to say that I'm
0: creating space. <laughs> I'm investing gold in the enemy team, <laughs> like a pinata. <laughs> Man, there were, it's absurd, but that was a thing at some point. Where uh, I don't know if people ever actually got to the realm of tactical feeding, but definitely to the realm think. of like the payout, the comeback mechanic was so strong that it got increasingly fearful if you were really far ahead you're just like if they just gang up and pop one of
1: our pinatas they all gain five levels and a thousand gold um but yes but theoretically if you are up that far um you definitely still have advantage yes it's a rubber band it's not a slingshot right yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> although if like you don't a- win one team fight and the whole thing changes um uh,
0: if there was a game with a railgun mechanic that would be hilarious though it's like i have been behind for 30 minutes we're going to destroy <laughs> <Killed one>, you <okay. laughs>
1: you kill top frag you're now top frag
0: uh yeah rambo rambo mode or something yeah but no i saw um i saw the tail end of one of the series i think it was just the last game uh and it was it was really good uh there's really good play always love to see alchemist um no one has ever said that by the way i think but uh i like i like the hero
1: um i think i was casting on that one right
0: yes Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Yeah, it's it's cool because like everybody is pretty involved i feel like i'm not on discord or on that discord as much but a lot of people are like running dota 24 7 uh so when like games pop off it's obviously like the five people on each team uh, mm-hmm. but there will also be some casters and then usually some people watching because one right. of the casters will typically stream it. Um, but like different casters will kind of rotate based on availability. And like, I'm not even a caster. I'm really just a player. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to just hop on and kind of watch some other people and how they approach their games and just put in some commentary of, oh, they're doing this really well or how do they deal with this situation. Uh-huh. Because I've, ne- I've literally never done it before that one time. <laughs> I but mean, was it's- fun i think people enjoy doing it too being involved even if you're not playing
0: it's it's kind of uh it's less stressful obviously to like be observing that but um if it's something that you you're invested at as invested in as you are in dota um i think that the urge to cast is it's got to exist there right like if you're watching a video in your head you're already analyzing what's going on Mm -hmm. you're just like and you and you have god mode vision right that's the big thing as a caster and it's the number one thing that you kind of got to remember not to impose upon the players like oh why would they make such a stupid decision you say from your castle in the clouds seeing everything um but uh it it makes it uh it makes it a really engaging experience actually Um, because you can like run analytics in your head you're like oh man they're really the other team's going for roche or something like that what's that what's that going to bubble into um and you don't always have time for that if you're actually in the game right like you're constrained to your own concerns in that moment
1: because like as a player you probably have multiple things going on at a time um if you're p1 essentially you're just focused on last hitting and maybe trading some damage um but like supports have to make sure you don't get jumped on they have to this is me as a support quote-unquote support player that's mm-hmm. my current role for my team support i, mean, I do other things yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I play Hobo support so like i'll do the supporty shit but i'm there to kill stuff where possible uh-huh. that's where i get my most enjoyment um but like stacking pulling warding dewarding trading with the other support just trying to like give your your carry space oh yeah um and mid lane has a degree of that too but like they have no help from anybody mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a lot of stuff going on and it's hard to think about some of the more global things as well like hey there's roche hey runes responding at this time hey brain runes hey we just gotta do tormentor because sometimes you can kind of get i don't want to say lost in the sauce but you get very focused on what you're doing um so it's good to have sometimes a support player be like, hey, this thing's been up. Can we go do that? And then the person who can actually deal damage is like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean, that's communication is the... always very key in those. For sure. For sure.
0: The only thing that keeps keeps me, because uh, I think it's probably, for the point I'm at, it's more fun to watch Dota with like another person or a group of people than to play it. But that's not actually, like, a super high bar. Dota became uh, <laughs> definite. I, I became toxic towards Dota, would be the way to put it at a certain point. But um, observing it's fun. And I still look back fondly. I used to have a, an apartment, and we had, like, a janky setup with, like, a stack of cardboard boxes and a projector. And we were like, let's invite people over, eat snacks, and watch The International. And I don't even... It was it was a seven twenty P projector, which was not set mm-hmm. up in a very good configuration for the time, and I'm like, that mud right there is alchemist, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was fun. Um this is probably the closest I come to a sports appreciation. Like if someone was like, Do you want to come watch the game and that game was not StarCraft or Dota, I would be like, I'll hang out, right? <laughs> 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 um but no, it's it's really engaging, which is the reason it's so successful, obviously. Um, and it's very supported as a game, so it's not bad. Yeah. Ten Literally years. got a
1: patch today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ten years is a long time. Like I think the game came out of beta around uh, 2013, uh, or at least I started playing around then. And then I stopped playing somewhere between that and today. <laughs> Probably like the halfway mark. <laughs> even split. Even split. Yeah. A lot of time. It's still fun to think about though, and it's still fun to talk about. Like Dave will mention one offhand thing for Dota, and I'm like, really? And I like I just go back to like do, like to the wiki. And I'm looking up things, I'm like, well, actually, Dave, Naga Sirens, uh, Net Pierces, BKB, or whatever.
1: What's funny is a lot of people who play Dota have been playing Dota for such a long time. Um, but there's also, like, patches that happen, I'd say frequently, frequently mm. enough, uh, to, like, you're not always playing all of the characters all of the time. So when right. you play a character, like, oh, what changed? How does their ability work? Or people ask, does this how does this one interaction work and we have to talk about it as a group we're like i don't actually know for sure (laughs) Uh
0: yeah i uh i definitely see that it's it's a difficult game to stay on top of uh all of the knowledge and interactions and stuff particularly because like in some games people play if it's like magic or hearthstone or something like that you see a keyword and you're like i know what that keyword means and then in dota it's like People have stuns. Some of those stuns pierce magic immunity. Some of them don't. Some of these things can be broken, like with a break effect or silenced, or you know, other things can dispel or purge effects. Um, and it's like, yep, I'm not gonna know that <laughs> like until it hits me. Um, I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of new players across the. Uh, uh, it's Century, Decade, it's been out. Or it's just like, oh my gosh, Bane's coming right at me and his his team's behind him. I'm going to hit BKB, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Or Bane nightmares somebody and you're like, kill him!
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I guess I'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then at some point they made it so he can attack his own nightmared target, yep. right? And he gets like bonus damage or something?
1: I don't yes. know. So yeah. there was a... I don't know if it's still meta but there was at least like a good two weeks where bane bane mid was a thing because uh-huh. they would just nightmare you and then just right click the shit out of you yeah like it was it was just crazy dumb
0: because his enfeeble it takes damage now or it did
1: maybe um i don't remember i remember it reducing the damage output of the opponents. i don't remember what it did beyond that yeah that's it's the original effect did. i
0: remembered but I remember there was like a freaking DPS bane, like you're describing, where the idea was to like pump your damage up. It definitely wasn't brain sap. Brain sap isn't what pumped your damage. That was just health health transference. But, yeah, no. It's dumb. This is one character. We lost our entire audience that was listening. But that's Dota. That's the trick. That's how tough it is to stay on top of these interactions. Um,
1: yeah, so there's a lot of respect. A, there's a lot there. And then it changes all the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which is why I just never read patch notes. I just go in and I'm like, "Uh, let me try something. Uh And then I'm just there to have a good time, try and win. Um, Occasionally do something cool. Uh But a lot of times I just end up feeding stuff, but that's okay. The
0: The very first? it's, It's for fun. The very first thing you have to do once the pot- patch drops is, if you see an opponent with blade mail, you get blade mail yourself, and then you attack them, and you see if the client just crashes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's It sends be damage
1: infinitely back and forth. Uh
0: huh. Related to Dota, Dota is a MOBA, right? And there are other MOBAs out there. League's not one of them, but uh, Heroes of the Storm is owned by Activision Blizzard, which um, very, very recently got unblocked in their acquisition by uh, Microsoft. So Microsoft is going to be picking them up. There were several regulations blocking it across the globe with arguments about cloud and all this other stuff uh, going on, and um, all of it got resolved. So they're straight up going to buy it and bobby Kotick is going to leave the company starting in next year uh january of next year
1: on one hand hooray on the other hand he's not really being punished that much he's i mean he's not gonna be at his position anymore but he's still gonna be rich as fuck yes and he can just go enjoy his life and not quote-unquote work anymore like yeah all right (laughs) So he was with um,
0: Activision for 33 years, which is a pretty long run, all things considered. Um, and yeah, I was talking with with my wife about this one because she's a she's a big Overwatch fan, and um, yeah, it's not. He basically he oversaw everything that happened at Blizzard, and even if he didn't know about all of it and it's not clear what he knew and what he didn't know um it still happened on his watch right and if you're in leadership that's what accountability means is you know you take some responsibility for the things that happen on your watch right yeah um so not too surprising that he's not gonna do some dual ceo stuff post merger and i think it is gonna be better for the company to you know put that behind them, and also him behind them, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, if people were, were looking for some gavel of justice to come down in that whole thing, no he's probably gonna get a golden parachute <laughs> like corpos
1: yeah, I don't know I there's always a part of me like when that wants to watch people burn. Mm -hmm. like basically people being punished where it seems fit circling back to the first point of discussion of the episode um, it seems crazy to like have that type of stuff happen and Mm -hmm. then have them get away with it when it's like clearly documented and all these things Um, and they seem to get away with it seemingly just because they have enough influence or money because I mean obviously anybody who's like looking at that from the outside does not have the same level of influence and money and you're like that no. seems terribly unfair to have a different set of rules for different people.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: We live in a society.
0: We really do. But as a as a question, um, now that they're gonna merge and that's gonna go through one, I mean this is another mega corporation, so I don't even need to play Cyberpunk anymore. It's just going to be real life. Um, None of, like, Microsoft doesn't sound as cool as Arasaka or Militech or Biotechnica. But I guess whatever we can get. Um, Which Microsoft IP character are you looking forward to getting killed by the next time you decide to spin up the rebooted Heroes of the Storm, obviously, because Microsoft has infinite money. They'll just make all of their games work magically. Um... Or as a guest commander in uh, StarCraft, or a uh, hero in Overwatch.
1: I mean, Master Chief, please.
0: Master Chief is the go-to. Yeah, mm-hmm. John
1: One One Seven, baby. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna. So, so I'm looking at some of these Microsoft uh, franchises, though, and there are some others here, right? Like, we could have a Conquer versus Tracer matchup in Overwatch. It could, it could happen.
1: No, knowing who conquer is i don't know if that would be the best
0: <laughs> no that's fair um what about uh let's see here you could have joanne or joanna i think from perfect dark, she's, dark. Already a, she's already in it she's already in the shooter fits right in i think
1: that'd be pretty badass
0: but that all being said um it was wonderful to have you guys here tonight listening to us always uh, good to reach out our core audience our fan base um adoring fans one and all Uh, we wish we had you in the game um and starfield would have been better that all being said um gonna sign off for tonight it is nighttime no jokes um and request that you guys send us in ideas for new stuff news you want to talk about uh, or you want to hear about um should you not want to come in on a, come in and guest you can send that in to soapstone podcast at gmail.com or you can join the discussion on facebook i haven't logged in in a long time but i think it still exists facebook.com soapstonepodcast soapstone podcast and as always we'll see you in the next one Bye 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 now